Having worked as a human resource professional for over 40 years, these are familiar lines which applicants need to read and freely agree upon in order to be considered for any job openings they are applying for. I hereby certify that all information contained in this application is true, complete, and accurate to the best of my knowledge. I also authorize reference checks, the release of transcripts, and other personal information relative to my employment. I understand that any misstatement, misrepresentation, or concealment of material facts or information may subject me to disqualification from competition for any position or termination of employment. And this application form applies to all levels of the organization, be it the top executive down to the lowest salary level of rank and file. Why do employers require such manifestation from their applicants? Because no employer wish to hire dishonest, shady, and deceitful employees running the risk of exposing their organization much more their employees to possible wrong intentions or doings of such persons. Umpisa pa lang, hindi pa nga empleyado, hindi na totoo. Paano pa kaya kung nasa loob na, nasa pwesto na? Well, I will not claim that I know the tiniest details stated in the Certificate of Candidacy for National Positions in our Government. But I am a Filipino citizen and I would like to know the applicants who are applying for local and national government positions. As citizens and taxpayers, we don't just expect performance, but we literally put our future at the hands of such leaders. In the corporate world, after we collect an applicant's personal data, we also do a character reference check and require even a certificate of no criminal record either from the local police and even the National Bureau of Investigation. What am I driving at? There are six months to go before the next national elections and this is the time when we must really commit ourselves. If in the past we're simply content in showing up and casting our votes on the day itself, these national elections is considered as one of the very crucial and most significant in our history. Let us not just pray for guidance and discernment, but study each of the candidates as thoroughly as profiling a job applicant. At the height of the campaign period of the national elections in 2010, the People Management Association of the Philippines a human resource group came up with a role-based or competency-based leadership selection for the president of our country. That project included interviewing past presidents, chief justices, executive secretaries, and the media, which resulted to five essential qualities which include both political and people skills for the president. I came across this report and allow me to share this today with you. It may not be comprehensive, but it covers much of what we expect of the top leader of our land. Number one, he must be 
a navigator. We need a president who is wise and committed to solve pressing problems such as the current pandemic, the poverty, education, and corruption among many others. In the midst of complex issues, the president has to be decisive and willing to execute actions which are right and just, however unpopular it may seem. Number two, a mobilizer. A person of action, he or she must be proactive, hardworking, and aim to build alliances to achieve unity, cohesiveness, and able to work well with the Congress and the Senate. We don't want a puppet or someone beholden to oligarchs simply because he or she is indebted to them. Number three, servant leader. His or her position must be considered as a mission, thus must have a heart to serve the people, having the public's interests at heart and not for his or her selfish gain. Number four, inspirational leader. The president should be inspiring, trustworthy, and of good morals, not to forget God-fearing. Am I expecting a perfect person? Far from it, because no one is perfect. But it would be good to have one who is humble enough to admit his or her mistakes and weaknesses and own up to it, to have the courage to even apologize for it. Lastly, number five, the president is the guardian of national wealth and resources. Honesty is the best policy, as they say. Anak, huwag kang magnanakaw. Yan ang parating nating naririnig sa ating mga magulang. So, might as well have a president who is honest and transparent. He or she must be incorruptible, has the political will to make the right decisions for the common good, and accountable to the people for making good use of the funds of the nation. What about you, Juan de la Cruz? Try to list down your own qualifications and traits of what you expect from the top leader of our country. See what you can come up with and put this against the candidate you are considering. Another tip, when interviewing job applicants, focus more about accomplishments and track records as we believe past behaviors predict future behavior. Let's be reminded by what is written in Luke 16. Whoever can be trusted with small things can also be trusted with big things. Whoever is dishonest in little things will be dishonest in big things too. If you cannot be trusted with worldly riches, you will not be trusted with the true riches. And if you cannot be trusted with the things that belong to someone else, you will not be given anything of your own. Well, some people might find my list lacking or maybe even paka-idealistic naman. But if one find at least three traits, it is better than none at all. Join me please and let's pray for our 2022 elections. Almighty God, please send us compassionate servant leaders whose main desire is to put the greater good of the poor 
and the marginalized sector of our society. Examine and move their hearts to genuinely serve the people, not for their own personal interest. May they be able to unite our people and lead after your own good heart and spirit, all for your greater honor and glory. Amen.